welcome to the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. I am Nikita Burks-Hill, life coach and your personal journey guide. This podcast is for the wanderers, the doers, and action takers. I'm here to empower women and women of color to live their best lives by showing up, being vulnerable, practicing gratitude, being a badass, and most importantly, enjoying the ride. This imperfect podcast is for you as you live your life and become the best version of yourself. So let's journey together. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Nikita, and welcome to another episode of the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. Alrighty, y'all. So this episode has a lot of good information, and I'm going to get through it, but it's real life right now. Like, my entire family is sick. We all have got colds. My wife has the flu. My son may have the flu. So it is real right now. But it is important that I do this episode. It is important that I show it for you all in the best way that I can. So I'm literally sitting in the closet in my bedroom, recording on my microphone, sounding nasally with a cold, but I'm getting it done and I feel good about it because I'm all about imperfect action, right? Just show up, be vulnerable, practicing my gratitude. I'm being a badass and I'm enjoying this ride. So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. I want to start off today's episode with a huge thank you. I'm always saying that I love to hear feedback on the journeys that we're taking each week. And last week's episode must have really resonated with you all because my inbox has been filled with light bulb moments. I'm also excited to see that so many of you took advantage of the worksheet I created Now, if you haven't had the chance to listen to last week's episode, which was episode 20, Creating Intention in 2020, I highly encourage you to do so. I will also link to it in the show notes. Now, today's episode is going to take things a step further. Last week, we focused on how to figure out your intentions for the upcoming year. Now, we're going to use those intentions to create measurable success points that will show us that we're on the right path and still keep us accountable. Notice I said success points and not goals. That was intentional, no pun intended. Oftentimes we set goals for the upcoming new year and we have the best intentions, but frankly, we do it all wrong. We think about the things we didn't achieve or the things we want to change and focus our goals on that. Let's take one of the most popular goals that is often set for the new year to exercise more. You set the goal of exercising more. You join a gym. You set your alarm, you get up and you go to the gym consistently, posting the social media each time you go. You develop a routine that works for you for the first six weeks. And then life happens. The kids get sick. You have work obligations. Life gets busy. Your routine is interrupted and you just can't get back into the swing of things. Sound familiar? I get it. I totally, totally get it. We have all been there. As a matter of fact, this example I just gave was me at the beginning of 2019. So what if there was a different way to do this? A way that actually had long-term success. So let's go back to last week's exercise. After going through all the steps, what was the intention you set for 2020? Let's say it was to be more present. So now, how can we take this idea of wanting to exercise more and link it to being more present? Let's first start by asking, who are you wanting to be more present with? Your spouse? Your kids? Your family as a whole? 
Let's go with the last one, your family as a whole. Now ask yourself, what are some ways that you can be more intentional with your family and exercise more? So instead of making a goal to go to the gym more, let's implement a family dance party two times a week and two additional days where you all either go to the park or walk around the block together. You are staying true to your intention of being more present and getting in more exercise. Now let's take another example. Staying with our intention of being more present, but wanting to eat healthier. What are some ways you can be more present with your family and eat healthier? Let's say that Santa brings you a meal subscription service for Christmas. You can make mealtime a family affair a few times a week. Everyone has their task to help out, put on some music, and have a good time. Now don't these examples sound more doable and realistic? More life-giving and fun? More achievable? It sounds like something that I could achieve. Now you've heard me mention before that life is about the journey and not the destination. So let's talk a little bit about this. When you go through life with a destination mindset, things are conditional. Everything is dependent on something. You aren't in control and you are at the mercy of life's circumstances. Now I know that that might sound dramatic, but isn't that where our mind goes every time something is going wrong or we are deep in it? Adopting a journey mindset leaves space for shifts and growth. Nothing is dependent upon the other because there is space for all of it. Think about a goal you've accomplished in the past year. Would you have reached a goal if it weren't for the steps you had taken to get there? Achieving a goal is the byproduct of the journey. In the same way that losing weight can be a byproduct of implementing healthy nutritional habits and lifestyle changes. So as you are journeying into 2020 and thinking about your intentions and the things you want to accomplish, I want to remind you of three ways to keep a more journeyed center approach. Number one, arrive rather than strive. So life is a series of journeys and smaller destinations. And when you focus on the goal alone, you forfeit the lessons and experiences that lie in between. Success takes time and achievement takes time. And that's okay. That is where the magic happens. That's where the real work begins. Number two, take your eyes off the prize. Remember when we discussed goals earlier? Goals are meaningless without the things that get us there. It's like the Z without the A, B, and everything in between. The journey is where you get all that you truly need to reach your destination. It's the fuel for that fire. If you rush to process and try to reach your destination as quickly as possible, you miss out on those learning moments. Sure, you may still achieve those goals. So instead of focusing on just the prize, focus on the things that lead up to it. And number three, the journey builds character, plain and simple. We would not enjoy the fruits without the labor, the success without the lessons. Character is shaped on the journey of our destinations. It's not always fun, but it's definitely necessary. The toughest times bring out the best in us, and that's just the truth of the matter. And so I'm not saying the journey is meant to be tough, but it's those lessons and those things that we learn that serve as the lessons for us along the way. All right, so we've talked about how to use your intentions when thinking about what you want to achieve in a new year, in addition to adopting a journey mindset. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today is how to create actual success markers to track your achievements. Goal setting, you may say. 
but goal setting is a term burned into our psyche from an early age. We're told that goals represent the cornerstone of every victory. You set a goal, you achieve the goal, you set a goal, you achieve a goal, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So instead of goals, we're creating success markers, small little milestones. Our focus is our intention, but these success markers will help us to keep track and continue moving forward. We're going to be journeying through how to create these success markers in six ways. Number one, get specific. So when you think about your success points, think about your overall goal in addition to your roadmap for getting there and be specific. Writing down blanket statements like procrastinate less or lose weight isn't going to work. You will be on a journey, but it may end up taking you around in circles. You have to get specific. What exactly do you want? What do you mean by procrastinate less or lose weight? What does that mean? Really get down to the root of it. The more specific you get, the more you can break it down and create success points to reach those achievement markers. Number two, break it down and start small. The best way to achieve your success points is to create these little milestones along the way. Motivation is great, but you can't rely on motivation alone. You need actionable steps and success points that tell you you are on the right track and gaining traction. Positive signals that you are on the right track will help you keep going. So instead of just saying you're going to meditate more, you could say that you're going to meditate 10 minutes every day. Now let's break this down a little bit more. And instead of 10 minutes a day, let's focus on meditating one minute every day. Once you're able to meditate one minute a day consistently, then you can move it up to two minutes and then five and then eventually 10. You will continue succeeding in hitting those smaller milestones while learning valuable lessons along the way. But the key is that you are continuing to move forward. Number three, figure out your blockers. What things distract you on a day-to-day basis? What things hold you back? Whether it be your family's needs or your inner perfectionist, it's really important that you identify it or it will interfere with your progress. So brainstorm some ideas for how you can get around your most frequent distractions and triggers. Then come up with some solutions of how you're going to get yourself back on track. So let's go back to the idea of meditation. If you know that it's key that you meditate first thing in the morning, then you really need to be intentional about thinking about what potential things can distract you from that. How early do you need to get up in order to have that time to meditate for one to two minutes each day? If you have smaller kids, how realistic is it to be able to meditate in the morning? Can you meditate in the shower? Thinking about those blockers and those distractions are going to be vital for you to really figure out your success points and to make them achievable and manageable. Number four. Reflect daily. So you have to work to keep the journey in mind each and every day. Actively thinking about it and reflecting on your motivations every day reminds you of why you started in the first place. It reminds yourself of the why, all the work that you've put into it thus far, and each step along the way. So take time to reflect, even if it's only for a few minutes, because doing so will keep you grounded And remind you of what you're doing and again, why you're doing it. Number five, carve out time. Set aside time each and every day to work on your success points. Whether it's 10 minutes or five. 
don't neglect it. This is how you'll make your progress because you're taking the time to really sit down and see where you're at currently, where you still need to go, and all in between. If you view each day as a step on your journey, it's easier to make the time and create those success points, milestone by milestone. And finally, number six, celebrate the progress and enjoy the journey. This one is my favorite. When the pressure is off and it is no longer just about the goal, you can take it all in and take what you've learned with you. You get the full effect because when you have a big goal, it's easy to think that you haven't succeeded until you've achieved it. That anything short of reaching your goal is a failure. But this isn't the case. It overlooks the progress and accomplishments you have made along the way. When it's not about the goal, you can take it all in and take all you've learned with you. If you reach your goal, but then go back to your old ways, have you really gotten anything out of the experience? Remember, the journey matters more than any goal ever could. All right, did you get all of that? Good. So now let's talk about your reflection work for this week. I want you to go back and listen to last week's episode and today's episode and do the work. I want you to set aside time to focus on yourself to get this done. This is vital for you. It is important and worth it. You are important and worth it. Once you are done, I want you to post your intention, your journey, and your success points in our free private Facebook group, Journey Girl Magic. And as I've said before, and I will continue to say, if you get stuck, reach out to me. Let me know. I am your journey coach, and I am on this journey with you. Y'all, I really value this time that we get to spend together each week. It's a chance for me to share all that I've learned and all that I'm continuing to learn with you all each step of the way. And I really hope it's as meaningful to you all as it is to me. So until next week, happy journeying, y'all. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. I'm so appreciative and grateful for your time and your listening ear. Show notes for this episode can be found at journeygirlmagic.com slash podcast and by clicking on today's episode. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to the Journey Girl Magic podcast to be the first to know when a new episode becomes available. You can also leave a review and let me know how this podcast is helping you on your journey. I read them all. I look forward to journeying with you next week. And remember, it's your journey. So show up, be vulnerable, practice gratitude, be a badass, and most importantly, enjoy the ride. Welcome to your journey.